Guys, that was like clockwork today. Kicking off the Beer Geeks Radio Hour. Hear us pour up until 11 a.m. today. I'm feeling good. Because we got some cool giveaways. We're expecting some cool guests. We definitely got a fabulous call-in. A wonderful special guest on the Beer Geeks today. Going to be a lot of fun. And, of course, in front of me, Dirty Derek. How you doing today, buddy? Lovely, Freddie. How you doing? I'm living the dream. And dead in front of me, we got Dr. Johnny Blindside. How's it going, my friend? Wonderful. Welcome to the Rocket Fuel Beer Geeks version of the radio show. Amen. (laughs) I'll tell you what, bro. You're looking mighty Huey today. I knew you'd like that one, Derek. (laughs) You are looking mighty Huey today, buddy. Thank you. I'm playing later on tonight. Awesome. That's good stuff. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. You are going to be the man. You're going to be on top of your game. Oh, that concert is tonight. I got to find a way to oh, get is you. It tonight? What do you think? It was a joke? Are you going? Oh, I, I can go he if I want. He has to go. He has to. I don't know. I'm going to say. <laughs> They'll be, you'll be out in the parking lot looking for your car or something like that, and they're going to grab you and say, come on. You're out in five minutes. You're out in five minutes. Why the hell are you dressed like this? Where did you get that gut in the last ten minutes? I, I'm, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Now, wow. now I, I will reserve my comment for an appropriate time for you. Oh, Johnny, you know I love you I so know. much, man. We're That's all, why it's all fun. We're all good to go. Now, we do have a very oh. special guest calling in. We have Mr. Drew Curtis from Fark.com, and you are mighty excited about this gentleman calling in today, Derek. Oh, yeah, it's going to be good. We, we, uh, we lined up a bottle of Woot Stout from Stone. Ooh, nice. And uh, this, they did it last year. This is an extremely limited batch this year. It's only going out in two states, uh, Kentucky and California. And we were able to get a bottle here. And uh, Drew's going to call in. We're going to talk to him about that a little bit. Uh, we got a, a, a big thing going on. What, what the main gist of the show is we're taking a look kind of at a lot of the Boston area breweries. And uh, we're going to take a little detours along the way, like out to San Diego. Because it's on the way when you're going yeah. out to Boston. So. Definitely. <laughs> it depends on how many Woot Stouts you've had. <laughs> woot! Woot! So that was that was kind of the gist of the the setting everything up for the show, and then Woo! you know this is able to get lined up, and it was like you know that's great we can actually get a really good discussion about you know John and I both had the Woot style last year, and it is an absolutely fantastic. Yeah, beer, you so. guys will have a fabulous time talking about it. I'll be serving coffee. <laughs> that's great, man. <laughs> Everybody needs a job, Freddie. You got it. Everybody does have a job, and that's really cool that he's going to be joining us today. And um, we're waiting on somebody else that took a left when they should have took a right. Yeah, we'll and see. now they're stuck going straight. So it is what it is. But um. What are we? What are we drinking first? Oh, we're, here, Derek? We're, we're starting out with we're, we're we're heading towards Boston. If you bypass that, went north and then come back down. We're, this is from Ipswich, Massachusetts. This and is, if you're headed toward Boston, make oh, sure if even, you go near the stadium, get right. a tetanus shot before no. you go. Oh, not the stadium. I knew the, the park. I knew that the you go near their sandlot. I, I don't. I didn't know who to bust. Was it Derek? Or I, have, I have comments for both. I'll just be quiet yeah. for now. If you're going near the sandlot, make sure that you have your um your uh, tetanus shot first. So okay. what we're having is uh, from Clown Shoes. This is muffin top from Clown Shoes. Uh, this is actually brewed as a Belgian triple, but then they hop the crap out of it. And uh, it's actually 10.5%. It's so. a crap-hopped Belgian triple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, baby, I'm going to hop the crap out of you. <laughs> That's your pickup line for tonight. There you go. Now we're good. Um, but no, it, it's it's got a lot of those nice Belgian characteristics. It's tough. Uh, actually, this week in the weekend, I took a look at Belgian pale ales, and it, that's a tough style to brew because a lot of hops can really interact with the Belgian yeast and make terrible off flavors that some people really cannot get over. Or so, wonderful off flavors or if one, you like yeah. them. But the, there's there's flavors that you you really have to get into knowing the characteristics of the yeast and what esters they're going to put off, and you have to know what's going on with the hops and the flavors that are going off from that because you don't want too contradicting. You, you don't want to put like a very oniony, garlic-styled hop with a, yeah. like a Belgian yeast. It yeah. just would not work. So you really didn't know what's going on with the hops to be able to have that balance going through. And this one, it, it's 10.5%, no alcohol heat, uh, really nice balance. 
really refreshing, actually, at 10.5%. It's kind of surprising. It's got all those Belgian characteristics, and the hops kind of dance around through when you get the, the bitterness coming through. You can tell that if you had this side-by-side side with the Belgian triple, you would notice the difference between the two with the, with the hop characteristic. But it's not overly hoppy. This is actually a really good one if you're just kind of getting into IPAs. This is certainly a, a battle of tastes and flavors going on in your mouth as you drink it. Like you said, you have the, the Belgian part of it, but the hops, and it goes kind of back and forth. It's mm-hmm. not like it's at the beginning, at the end. We spoke about different beers that have finishes that are a certain way or the middle body of it on your tongue. This one kind of goes back and forth the whole way. There's a, an awful lot of different flavors in there, and they're all pretty pronounced and pretty pretty aggressive and direct. So they're all battling for, uh, for the attention, I think. This is like a, a room full of little kids in kindergarten all want the attention. <laughs> Right I'll on. leave that Definitely. one alone. <laughs> they all want the attention. But no, for 10.5%, I mean, it's it's really easy drinking, which is nice. And, uh, you know, this is the style. The Belgian triple style is a really very approachable style. It's typically around 9% alcohol, uh, but it's really approachable. It usually doesn't have the hops at this dose. Yeah. It, it's it's a really nice style. So it, it was a really interesting take because, you know, it, getting into the, the Belgians traditionally don't hop their beers very much. Uh, there's some now kind of getting into like your Schouf and a few other ones that are getting into that. But th- this is kind of more of a newer thing, and it's nice to see American craft brewers taking this is on. Is this the Belgian IPA or the Belgian Pale Ale? Th- this is actually a, this is, what this is is a Belgian triple hopped. Okay. That's how they're, they're, they're so classifying they're describing this. it that way. Yeah, okay. they're, they're describing it that way. I, I don't know if I would, it, I guess it would be, if you're going to call it something, a hoppy Belgian Pale Ale, if you're going to really throw it in. But like, I mean, like, really, a, like a, an Imperial Belgian Pale Ale. <laughs> Yeah, if you're if Ooh, you're gonna new, if, if you're gonna really uh, you know as we talked before, you really don't have to you know you're gonna throw a beer in a category, it's kind of meaningless unless you're entering it in a contest. Freddie, it's not a session beer. It's yes. definitely not a session beer from what I'm hearing. This is well uh, outside those parameters. But no, Clown Shoes is a really they they've uh, had some really great beers. Have you ever had like what was called their Vampire Slayer? Apparently there was Tramp a, Stamp. Yeah, the, yeah. But they had they had one called Vampire Slayer that was one of the best Imperial Stouts, and they actually got into uh, some kind of legal issues and had to change the name, and now it's like Undead Party. Uh, but it's really, really <laughs> great. Those great. silly brewers yeah. and their names. <laughs> but it's a really great uh, Russian Imperial Stout. So if you see one of those lines, even if you still have the Vampire Slayer one, it's still sitting around somewhere. That's still good. It's been aging, so you're good. It's all good. Yeah. Clown shoes. Clown shoes is what they are People called. tell me all the time that I need clown shoes. <laughs> they do. You've got some big feet, do you, Freddie? Size 14. You know what they say about big feet, man. Big shoes. Compensating for something. <laughs> clown shoes. I would try to wear a pair of clown shoes if there were some available. Where yeah, could you big... go out and buy, like, quality clown shoes with an arch? The, the, you... the clown emporium over on... Um, Did you see Freddie walking <laughs> through the halls of the studio here with a big red clown nose and clown shoes? <laughs> I'm ready for the show. And then trying to run. <laughs> I would definitely do that. Well, I, th- I just think that's a great name. I think we have a new challenge. company. I think that's a great name for a company. And you guys really look like you're enjoying what you're drinking over there. Oh, they're great. It, it's it's nice. Like, there's a lot of the really good breweries up in that area. There, there's a lot of really great breweries up in the New England region, getting into Vermont and everything. And this is kind of the, the kickoff of that. This is in Massachusetts. Right. And, well, know, I wonder where they got the name Muffin Top from. <laughs> well, you can look on the bottle. I know. It's just... Why Why they named it that? Yeah. I, every one of their beers, there's not really a, I know. There's uh, crazy names. Yeah, they, they have, have crazy names in all their beers. I mean, they, I don't think it's really... Uh, to line up the style or with the name or anything. As our, kinda... our listeners are finding out, and as we know, and, and the other craft beer lovers out there, um, the, these craft breweries, a lot of them get really creative and wild with the stories that go through oh, it yeah. and the artwork on the bottles and the names of the beers, and some of them get sued and have to change the names. Yep. <laughs> but uh, it's a lot of fun um, to see it and, and uh, try to to uh, have, a, have a few drinks and uh, 
try to figure out why they named it that. That is cool. And people have a lot of fun with their uh, logos and decorating their bottles and uh, their growlers. And um, I always, I, I think that's so cool. What was I going to say? Right I, don't know, I, just, I was, hate, I was, I was going somewhere back. real, <laughs> real important, man. I was going to say we something. Need like a button. Oh, I know what it is. No, oh, I found it. I found it. I found it. it. Was shining in the light, and I found it. <laughs> it was reaching deep into his brain. That's why a lot of people are getting into the home brewing thing now because they're mm-hmm. very creative. Some people out there are making terrible beer, but they are marketing or making like just such really cool marketing ideas. There's no expressing. terrible beer. There's terrible beer drinkers that don't like that beer. Oh, I just got put in. Mm-hmm. Was that kind of like being put in my place over here by Huey Kennedy? I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. You're just testy because you have a show tonight. Hey, You're the backup guy. You know what? Did you ever see that movie? What was it called? Dave? Oh, yeah. The President? Listen, yeah, I remember that one. Here's, oh, this is the greatest oh, idea no. I ever had. Now the light bulb's okay. going on across involve there. us killing Huey Lewis. Like, Huey Lewis. <laughs> Huey Lewis is in a situation like, because he's banging some chick and he goes into a coma or something like that, like in that movie. Because he does. I'm sure he does. And somebody sees John at like exit 190 Beer Jelly, right? Right? And they're like... Sir, we like to talk to you. Just First of all, we have eight, to. You're, you're, you're taking the assumption that people would care enough <laughs> that you and Lewis can't perform. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> well, I think there's a lot of people that are going to be going to that show tonight. I'm I'm sure of it. There are people going to that show. <laughs> I know. Just like going. the beers, everyone has a different taste, Eric. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, I still I still love old Huey. I'm just saying. You love old Huey. Oh, that well. Past Huey, not Huey old Lewis. as current Huey. Huey Lewis, if you're out there, if you're listening, and you're listening, we have a guy. We, he's your lost twin brother. <laughs> he's here tonight. He I'm wants not lost. To come I'm right here. I found myself. He wants to sing "Hip to Be Square" with you tonight, and Ooh. we'll let you have some of this fine craft beer. And maybe I'll give him this fabulous I would give him giveaway. Everything. I'll give the him my Sam car. Adams giveaway. Um, we didn't talk about this killer no, prize package. We have a really great either. price package. You want to be listening, man. I know I'm babbling about dumb stuff right now, and uh, we have a great guest calling in in a couple minutes. But bear with me because you want a shot at winning this killer Samuel Adams uh, gift package. It's a bucket for your ice, your brews. You pull them up right next side to the side of you. You can hang out wherever you want. You got killer you got T-shirts. T-shirts. Yeah, T-shirts. That's real funny. T-shirts, <laughs> shirts, coasters, everything. It's just a great prize package. Go to the Facebook page of Beer Geeks Radio Hour and take a look at what you could win today if you just be patient and you listen for a little while. We're going to take a break and pay some bills. When we come back, we are going to be speaking to our guest, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to be a lot of fun today. We're all down like clowns. We'll be right back. Credit problems are keeping you from getting the car you need. Your right turn is J.D. Byrider. Bad credit? We don't care. We're the right way to get a car that's inspected, computer tested, backed by warranty, and priced right. Drop everything and head to J.D. Byrider. The way to go for cars and credit. No, no. Make your right turn to the new J.D. Byrider on the Sansui Highway. Hey, America, we're your pets, and this song's dedicated to those people who don't have health insurance yet. In we say we want you to be okay. In we say take care, people, for goodness sake. There's a plan for every budget, so don't accept defeat. Now you can get covered and still buy me treats. In 
So listen to me, a talking pug, you see. If you get health insurance, preventive care is now free. So sweet. You take care of your pets. Now it's their turn to take care of you. Visit GetCoveredAmerica.org to learn about your health insurance options. That's GetCoveredAmerica.org. And take care, people. Brought to you by Get Covered America and the Ad Council. Choosing the right law firm to represent you is a challenge. I'm Jonathan Comets of the Comets Law Firm. My firm has the skill, dedication, and experience to serve you and your family when you are in a time of need. So whether you've been injured in a car accident, have a business dispute, or have a family law issue, my firm can get you the results that you deserve. Check us out at CometsLaw.com, because when you need to go to court, you need us. Who do you endure for? The American Cancer Society's Charity Endure Bike Ride, August 3rd at Wilkes University in Wilkes-Barre. This year's Endure Ride features something for all levels, a 10, 36, or 62-mile bike ride throughout our beautiful valley. Volunteers and cyclists interested in participating can visit EndureBike.org or call your American Cancer Society at 562-9749. The 6th Annual Endure Ride, Sunday, August 3rd at Wilkes University, Wilkes-Barre. Intercom is a proud media sponsor. Today and every Saturday at Cooper's Seafood House in Pittston and Scranton, get two dozen you peel shrimp for just $5.99. Plus, enjoy live entertainment. Tomorrow, get steamed clams for $2.99 a dozen. Plus, for a limited time only, text Coopers to 72881 and grab your text coupon for a free dinner when you buy a regular price dinner. Cooper's Seafood House in Pittston and Scranton. All right, we're back here on the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, Sports Hub 102.3 and BC Sports Radio. And I am going to be building the perfect man cave in my house. Oh, yes. And I suggest you do the same. You stop in and see my good friend, David. You want to see him at Celtic Cabinetry in Millwork. Rear 205 Broad Street. Broad Street in Pittston, right, Derek? That is Fabulous it. showroom, dude. You want to check this out. If you're looking to do any kind of remodeling, you're putting in a brand new kitchen, you want custom cabinets, and you want perfect ones, you want to go see my good friend David. It's a lot of fun. Get the consultation. Make it happen. Derek, tell them how they can get in touch with this fine gentleman. You can give him a call at 570-654-1461 and get everything set up for yourself. We have our guest from FARC.com calling in right now. We have the pleasure of speaking with this gentleman. Please welcome to the show. How you doing there, Drew? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Actually, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit because I've uh, been drinking uh, Woodstock for three days. Oh, now. my God. Yeah. I didn't even get to finish saying his whole name, <laughs> and he got his plug in. He let everybody know what he was doing. And when I asked him to call back, he called in a little early today. Drew did, everybody out there. And it was, like, right on the start of the show, and I was like, can you call back in 15 minutes? This man called in at, like, 10:15. Perfect. You got it. Unbelievable. <laughs> you are dialed in, man. Let me turn you over to my good friend, Dirty Derek here, Drew. Well, first of all, Drew, thank you for uh, taking the time to give us a call on a Saturday morning. I know, yeah, uh, no problem. Like I said, actually, I, we got lucky. I randomly woke up uh, about 20 minutes ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> good alarm <laughs> clocks. Those internal alarm clocks are great. Something, yeah. Uh, so we've, uh, whoa, what are we doing that here? That wasn't me. Uh, well, anyway, what the heck are we doing? Speaking all right, we're good. Friends playing with buttons again. Anyway. 
So John and I have had the uh, the Wootstad 1.0, which uh, oh. we're, we're gonna we're gonna gush oh. a little bit because we're little fanboys about that one. It was fantastic. So uh, we were happy when we were able to line everything up to get the 2.0, and uh, we're we're just imbibing on this now. This is our first sip at this, so it's uh, nice. it's very good. I Drew, to- this is John, and I'll tell you what, this is a high octane cup of deliciousness right here. It is. <laughs> so I, I guess- gotta warn anybody who thinks about taking down a bottle by themselves. Uh, there's oh, yeah. ninja in the bottom of the empty bottle that will jump out and kill you. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, then I, I must be dead. I've I, had a few bottles. I, 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 Not I, of this one, but the first one. I have no doubt of that one. It's so, happened to me a couple of times now. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess first, how did all this wind up with, with you? I mean, going from like you're you know doing Fark.com, getting it. I know with the first one, you had said that you really weren't into to homebrewing as much. I know Will Wheaton and Aisha Tyler are both homebrewers. How did everything yeah. line up with with you getting involved with doing this? Yeah. So the first time it happened uh, with the first batch, uh, it, it turns out I'm really good friends with Greg who owns Stone and uh, Will Wheaton separately, but we didn't all know that we knew each other. And so what happened was Greg uh, hit Will up about doing a collaboration ale, and then he said, well, we need to get a third person because we need three people for this. And so Will immediately suggested me, so that's how I got roped into it. Um, the second time around was more interesting. Uh, Greg decided to take a sabbatical for the mm-hmm. first time in uh, 15 years of uh, bringing a company you know, up from being a couple of you know, kegs in his garage to the... You know, the the, the multi-million dollar operation it is today, and he you know, needed a break. So Greg firmly believes that you can't put your name on a beer unless you actually physically show up and make it, and he was going to be gone. So he said to me and Will, he said, you guys need to find somebody else. Uh, while I'm gone, he's like, make it good. He said, find somebody who's geeky, who's into home brewing, and then don't tell me who it is, and I'll just find out when I get back. It'll be a big surprise. So <laughs> nice. he, uh, he took off, and so I did some research into collaborators and found out that uh, there had not been a woman collaborator before on a stone product. And so I was like, you know, that would be good to sort of get, get them involved. And so I punched in geeky female homebrewer <laughs> in the Internet, and Aisha Tyler popped right out. Um, apparently she's so crazy about homebrewing, she made all of her own beer for her wedding a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So, it was perfect, actually. So what we did was we took last year's recipe, and we just gave it to her, and we said, what would you change? And uh, she made a couple of tweaks, uh, the main one being we added chocolate. Wow. You can definitely taste mm, it, too. Yeah. You guys yeah, are- the thing is, I thought that the Woodstock 1.0 had a bit of a chocolate flavor to it, but trying them side by side, that's actually, you can taste the lack of chocolate now when you, when you get the second one, because it's uh, definitely not there. But the new one's got it. Uh, and not only that, but it doesn't. My concern was I was afraid it was going to taste like Woodstock with chocolate in it, but it actually doesn't stand out. Like, none of the component flavors do. It's really kind of mellow and nice. Oh, yeah. It all blends very seamlessly together. It's not, uh, you know, I actually have a bottle of, of food stout in the fridge aging for a little bit. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a side-by-side at some point. But uh, Derek's going to invite me over. Yeah. He just doesn't know that the time on that because they, uh, they're now saying that the food stout one will go at least five years. So they're really going to think of three. So wow. you, get, you can wait on that if you want. Eh, well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it might not last yeah. that long. Or, or hit up Stone. They've got more. Maybe they'll just send you one. Then you're set. Well, maybe we can I talk think that's a good letter to send, Derek. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you guys got some negotiating to do when we get off the air. There you go. Yeah, we exactly. have some homework you know, to do. They've got all kinds of this stuff put back. I mean, they have stuff. They have a warehouse of historically you know, made stuff that like hasn't seen the light of day in 10 years, and it's just hanging out there. It's like, holy crap. It's oh, like oh. walking from a museum of beer. 
We need a beer geeks trip to Stone is what we need. Or we need some ski masks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. We can so, put, put together a little plan like that. I don't think that would fly too much. Huh? <laughs> well, now that I've said it on the air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anyone goes to the doing at Stone, it was not me. I'm not. <laughs> can't say anything <laughs> anymore. That's all wrong doing. Yeah, like I, live in, I live in Kentucky, and people have been asking me for about the last year what happened to that large crate of Happy Van Winkle that disappeared. <laughs> I know nothing. Now, look, just because I live 20 minutes away from the place, doesn't mean I had anything to do it, and I'd like to change the subject now. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if we were stormed in the studio or we're going to get uh, thrown down on the pavement. Yeah, if we suddenly we... go off air, you're going to Yeah, because with the way the country is anymore, <laughs> listening to everything yeah, that we do. Exactly. Somebody exactly. badge at the door, Freddie. Because they found out you got a bottle of the wood stock. That's good point. Wow, man. That's only got released in Kentucky and uh, Southern California. Yeah, that was the one thing. When, when uh, I talked with them at Stone, we were able to get this. I'm like, this is perfect because I don't, this is a very limited release even more. Because last year had more of a, I don't think it was a full national because of all the laws and all that crap. It was actually close. It was 46 yeah. states. Yeah, no, it was, it was a, like you know, the state you would expect not to have it, like Alabama and Mississippi mm-hmm. and Utah, but then there was Ohio, and it's like, what the hell, Ohio? I don't get it. Oh, really? I didn't realize it wasn't in Ohio. Yeah, I had to get some weird-ass rules about it. Apparently, they don't like 13% beer. I mean, well, yeah, I know some <laughs> states have those, those limits. Some states weird are even Ohio, stranger whatever. than Pennsylvania. How about that? <laughs> I don't foresee this being sold in Utah anytime soon, huh? <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling they got a problem with it, too, yeah. <laughs> well, funny. what are you going to do? That's what beer smuggling yeah, exactly. is all about. More for us. Well, Drew, the one, the one thing, like, when, when you did the first one, did you do any homebrewing between the first one and this one? Did, did it kind of inspire you to, to do anything? Uh, no, actually. The reason why is because I'm really lazy. Uh, <laughs> well, we enjoy uh, drinking it, right? Do it. So what I tend to do is, is when they're homebrewing, I just kind of go over there and I drink whatever they had from last <laughs> batch. So, you know, uh, but I got to say, though, it was kind of fascinating watching it at scale because, like, I have homebrewed before mm-hmm. with my friends. And it's, you know, the difference between measuring stuff out in, you know, in cups and pints and whatever versus, like, throwing a entire 40-pound bag into a giant <laughs> bath that I could yeah. live in. You know, or, you know, the fact that the amount of hops they put in this thing, you know, would, if, if you could, I don't know if you could eat hops straight and live off of it, but if you could, you could go for a couple of years. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there. No, it's, it's, uh-huh. I mean, we're, we're, we're drinking enjoying. as we're talking yes, to you. Yes, you are yeah. definitely enjoying it. <laughs> no, it's nice because when you get into like these, these higher octane beers, it tend to, uh, have a little bit too much of an alcohol heat burn yeah. that kind of takes away from it. And this has like, it's a really smooth, you can tell it's a little fresh. Compared to something else, but I mean, it, it still yes. doesn't have that burn to it or anything that kind of can be a little off-putting, which is, yeah, which is good. Yeah, that's flavor, too. Like, I mean, I live in Kentucky where, you know, when I proposed this thing as mm-hmm. a bourbon barrel stout, I thought they would spike it because I thought there were too many on the market, but it turns out just that's only just where I live. Oh, um, man, around gotta, here, we've got tons of them, and the problem much. is they all taste like what you're saying. They're a little bit too, they're too like, really sharply sweet, really way too boozy. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I've been terrorizing people locally when I've been getting <laughs> bottles at appearances where I've been opening up other local bourbon barrel stouts and doing side-by-side tasting, and people are, like, spitting them out. Wow. wow. Yeah, because you, you really, it, there's a lot of science involved. And when you're thrown in a barrel, like, yeah, you want to take on some bourbon characteristics, but you don't want it to be bourbon, yeah. capital, and beer lowercase. Well, I think that almost happened with the Woodstock because um, the initial plans for 1.0 were they were going to clock it in around 11%, which is pretty high. Mm-hmm. But I was talking to the brewmaster, uh, one of his assistants, about it, and I mentioned to him that uh, somebody had told me a story when I was at Woodford Reserve, is when they were, the guy was a kid, this was in the 1950s, that he had a uh, bourbon barrel sitting on his porch, and then in the morning they would dump a pitcher of water in there, and in the evening they would dump it back out again, and they would have essentially bourbon because it would reconstitute out of the wood. <laughs> 
The angel shark like, came out. He's like, well, how does that work? He's like, does alcohol doesn't evaporate. And mm-hmm. I'm like, look, you know, I'm not a scientist, and I've never personally owned a bourbon barrel. I'm just repeating a story I heard. Uh, <laughs> but you guys want to be really careful with this because, you know, if that actually happens, you're going to get more than just bourbon flavor in there. And then the next thing I know, Woodstock One comes back at 13.2, and they only put 25% of it in barrels. Wow. And I think that may have been what happened was is that because I, I did the do the math real quick that means that the stuff coming out of the barrels was like between twenty and twenty five percent strength. Wow! Uh, and they just blended it back in. But Stone's actually doing something really interesting. I don't know how to get a hold of any of this, but they made a limited quantity of cask strength Rootstout two point Oh wow! Derek, I don't know that. what that clock in at, but they're going to have some on Wednesday in uh, San Diego when I'm out there. So I don't know if anybody else is living in the area happens to be in San Diego, come check it out because they might let you have some. Yes, yeah, so you, you guys are releasing this at, what is it, HopCon, you're calling it, out at uh, Comic-Con this year? Yeah, we did that last year, too, for the first time, and it went really well. Um, last year, it was basically just sort of like as a, a way to attract attention from the San Diego uh, folks that were there. But this year, they did something even more interesting. They found other people to do collaborations, and so, for example, like the guys from Rip Tracks made a uh, beer. Uh, I don't know anything more about it other than they made a beer, and I, I'm really interested to taste and see what they came up with. But um, uh, So there's a few other a few other collaborations they're launching. There's one that they're also doing one, I think, that Will Wheaton just made himself because, like, he's a crazy homebrewer. Like, that's pretty much all he does. Uh, and he had a couple of things that he brought over there that he liked, and they actually made it into a limited run product. So we'll end up seeing what that tastes like, too. Oh, wow. That's really cool. It is very yeah. cool. You've got a lot of good stuff going on, my friend. And we're very happy. Do you have any more questions for, for Drew here? No, Derek? I mean, I, I think uh, we've we've been drinking it. We absolutely love it. Uh, it, it is equal to one stout, what, Woot Stout 1.0. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, Maybe this is, a little better. Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a little better, actually. I think, yeah, I think the two is better than the one by a little bit. But But both are excellent. And he just got out of bed. Got out of yeah. bed, jumped on the Beer Geeks <laughs> Radio Hour. And I got to tell you, Drew, you killed it, bro. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I do these all the time, so it works out well. Well, definitely. Well, you definitely got a groove going on. Um, Derek, like I said, anything else you got to say to Mr. Curtis here? No, but thank you very much, Drew, for taking the time, rolling out of bed and giving us a call. We appreciate it. You could have rolled out of bed and just had coffee. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's next. Excellent. Well, you enjoy that, my friend. We're glad that you called in, and uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. We are going to take a break at this moment. When we come back, we're going to be drinking more beer. What are we going to be drinking over there, Derek? Uh, Next, we're moving on to Harpoon Leviathan, a beefed up IPA. So Excellent. Going to be a lot of fun. And if you have any questions or if you want to get ready, you know what? I might do this now. I might do this now. What do you think? I should do this now. Let's give away this Samuel Adams wonderful prize bucket here. Fabulous T-shirts. A book called Boston Beer. Great beer. Yeah, it's a nice history of the Boston Brewing Company. history of great beer and terrible baseball. All right, this is an excellent book there. Little little dig right there. That's not part of the title, folks. You could win this Samuel Adams T-shirt and get it, and you could wear it to the Huey Lewis Lewis and the News (laughs) concert tonight. We have, we have a whole huge uh, – I talked to, to Sam Adams and Harpoon and everybody about getting doing this Boston thing. They, they really were on board because I – my whole reason behind it is because I used to live there. I love it there. I miss being there. It was yeah. a good time. It's a beautiful place. city, We need a Beer Geeks cruise to Boston. It's we'll a beautiful it. city. Definitely. It's a beautiful a place. And I, I just – I always love being History. up there. That, that was the town that, that uh, formulated and really set in stone my love of craft beer being up good. there. That's good to know. 
Maybe you should go on a pilgrimage one of these times, man. I'll tell you what, if you want to win this prize bucket here, I'll call it the prize bucket. Ooh. 855-777-1023. That is our helophone here. 855-777-1023. Give us a blast and you could win. Caller 9, I'm going to take for the Samuel Adams prize bucket provided here by my one and only good friend, Dirty Derek. We'll be right back with the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, Sports Hub 102.3. Will B posts, why me and why today, stupid car? Will, sometimes I also wonder why. Why is the Honda Summer Clearance event here? Why are there great deals on KBB.com's most trusted brand? Why is the Honda Accord loaded with a rear view camera, Bluetooth, and Pandora standard? Why, Will? Why? Come on in and find out. Hurry into the Honda Summer Clearance event for 0.9% APR financing for well qualifiers. Based on 2014 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. Pandora compatible with select smartphones. Wireless carriers rates apply. See dealer for financing details. Over $4,000 off any Volvo in stock. I'm Ken Pollock, and at Volvo Volksbury Scranton, we have your new luxury vehicle. Over $4,000 off means the exciting S60 sedan is just $29,820, and the luxurious XC60 SUV starts at just $38,270. Ken Pollock's Volvo Volksbury Scranton, award-winning safety, award-winning sales and service. Take a test drive today on Route 315 in Pittston, or visit us online at volvoofwbs.com. Includes all rebates, must have owner loyalty or conquest, expire 7 2014 the Pax Door Save event is on now at the Home Depot, and the shelves are full of solutions. So let's load up with the Husky Steel Shelf Unit. It has five shelves, a lifetime warranty, and holds up to 5,000 pounds, all for only 99 bucks. That's a lot of muscle, and you barely have to lift your wallet. Let's do this at the Pax Door Save event going on now. More saving, more doing. That's the power of the Home Depot. While supplies last, U.S. only see store for details. Really? No way. Hey, I'm Eric from Sam Adams. Here to get craft beer drinkers' reaction as they secretly taste Sam Adams' Boston Lager. It's got a good body. It's got a great taste. It's very smooth. I, I like that. You think you've had this beer before? No. This is Sam Adams' Boston Lager. Sam Adams! <laughs> I was going to say Sam Adams. That's easy to drink. It's tasty. It's a very flavorful, drinkable beer. Smooth, but it does have flavor. I love a Boston Lager. What this test did is it put Sam Adams back on the map for me. New members play $200 on us only at Mount Airy Casino Resort. Now through September, sign up for our Players Club, play your favorite slots, and we'll cover your losses up to $200. And that's just the beginning. You'll get exclusive benefits like discounted or free rooms, great deals at our restaurants, and much more. Join today and play $200 on us only at Mount Airy Casino Resort. Legendary fun. Visit MountAiryCasino.com for more details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Mr. Tim Jernak from Music won himself the Samuel Adams prize bucket. Congratulations, Tim. Yay. And thank you very much for listening to the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on Sports Hub 102.3 ENBC Sports Radio. Mr. Drew Curtis with us from FARC.com. Oh, it was good. That was, was an good. excellent interview. Great interview. The guy rolled right out of bed. He was well, farking wonderful. That, oh. was, that was awesome. You're wearing sunglasses inside. He's, He's full of fun. You can't do Stevie Wonder, hey, dog. You're listen, Huey Lewis. Listen. It looks like Huey Lewis doing a bad Rach or Stevie Charles. Steve, Ray Charles. Whatever. Stevie Charles. Dude, or Stevie Wonder, whatever. whatever. <laughs> do we have craft beer you need to talk we're, about? We're good. We're, we're moving on. <laughs> All right. Do this. Moving on, man. Moving well, on. Kind of following up the uh, Woot Stout 2.0 is a tough one because that is very flavorful, very filling, very oh. in your face, but delicious. 
Uh, and sad, you know, for the people that are listening locally, sorry, you're not going to get that one. You're not going to be able to find it. It's only, as Drew said, too, it's only coming out in, in uh, I think, Southern California and Kentucky. And as that is it. It's very limited. Uh, they're releasing it at Comic-Con. There, there's going to be a big to-do over it out there. So that's big, in San Diego? Yep. Oh, yep. They're, they're doing all the stuff out there with that. And, you know, it's, it's a really neat idea, everything. Like you're saying, like, with, again, Aisha Tyler involved and Bo Wheat and all these great people. It's uh, But it was a tough one to, to uh, you know follow up with because that's going to really overwhelm your palate. So we lined up, and this is from Harpoon. Uh, Harpoon, this is one of the, it's it's available in the area. It's like they, they kind of, they brew it year round, but it's not always easy to find around here. But this is their Leviathan IPA. But if you went in a place they didn't have it and you requested that they order for you, you'll be able to get it. Uh, but this is their Leviathan IPA. This is 10%. You know, most people think of with Harpoon, their their standard IPA or something. Most of their beers are a lot lighter that you're going to find that are the standard beers. This is, uh, you know, a year-round one to be a 10%, really in-your-face, flavorful, really nice mouthfeel on this IPA. It's a really, really great Imperial IPA. Uh, it's definitely another sipping one. You know, most of the beers we have today, I only have one beer that is not in the double digits as far as ABU. So you can't <laughs> chug that through a funnel. You, you well, can. Every, you just, everyone uh, can't, everyone couldn't chug that through a funnel. Yeah. You, you can. You can do whatever you want. Uh, you it's just what's it. going to happen after is probably not a very happy experience. Good. And you should <laughs> never do that anyway. Binge drinking is is not cool. Drinking for effect like that. Uh, the beers here, you want to you yeah. enjoy. If you're going to spend the money on beers like this, you're going to want to sit down, sip, and enjoy. That's what they're meant for. Yeah. Especially when you're getting the higher alcoholic ones like this because that's what you want. You want to experience the full range. As it goes from coming out of the cooler to warming up to room temperature, especially these warmer ones, as they warm up, it becomes a completely different beer. And even with this one, you know, this an IPA, generally you want it kind of right out of the cooler, a little bit above that warming up. But, you know, when you get into these double digits, as it warms into the, the room temperature, it opens up even more. And it's it's really, this is, a, I, I love this IPA. Uh, this is one like I specifically talked to Harpoon about, about doing for this show because I really wanted to highlight what the brewery can do. And this is a fantastic, fantastic Imperial IPA. So, I mean, if you're a hophead and you have not had Harpoon Leviathan, you need to find this one and try it. Uh, I know a lot of people, for some reason, have kind of poo-pooed on Harpoon's IPA. And so I think because Harpoon's one of those breweries that have been doing craft beer before craft beer became the cool thing. And a lot of those breweries have kind of people push them aside and kind of move on from it. But this is a brewery... I don't think you should do that too. Like they, they've been around for a long time. They're continually growing. They're doing great. Like we've had their hundred barrel series on here a couple of times. They're doing really great beers. And this is Leviathan is a fantastic, you know, this Leviathan IPA is fantastic. And uh, I highly, highly recommend people that love IPAs find this one. You get a lot of the citrus notes. You get some uh, malty characteristic, the caramel coming through from the malt. Uh, but it's really nicely balanced, no alcohol heat whatsoever. And for 10%, that's that's a tough one to pull off when you're doing, especially in the IPAs. You can kind of hide it in the stouts, like with the Woot Stout and everything. You can hide that more in stouts. And IPAs, it's a little bit higher, harder to hide because it's a higher octane generally because you're using lighter malts. When you're using darker malts, it's a little bit easier to kind of hide that unless you're barrel aging. But, um, but no, this is, it's, I love it. Me John, what do you think? You obviously <laughs> love it, Because I've been Aaron. going up about 10 minutes. <laughs> if it had blonde hair, you'd want to bang it. <laughs> Damn, dude. Wow. That was I, great. I like it. I know you do. <laughs> Me like. All right. Well, that's Short what you, and sweet. Hugh, you, that's what you follow that up with. <laughs> Me like. Well, 
he took a half an hour to describe it. <laughs> no, actually, you know, it, this this has a lot of flavor to it, and this is um, not like some IPAs, which have uh, just the bitterness and hoppiness. This is very well balanced, and as we talked about on previous shows, um, this is the East Coast version of it, so it's very different than some of the stuff we've had from the West Coast with their kind of hops in it and that kind of stuff. But to have this kind of um, you know octane in it and and flavor in it and be balanced a different flavor but for the hop heads and the IPA folks they really like this because it's it's crisp even though it's that that high octane it's it's very crisp for a for a heavy beer um this, this is a really good one to have um with a lot of foods that this is a good one to have with dinner because of the characteristics and this is going to hold up very well against a lot of different meats and a lot of different foods and because of the hefty malt characteristic and, and still has that dry IPA finish it, it's going to really pair well with a lot of different foods. This is a really good one to kind of sit down, pour it into like a nice uh, snifter glass, and just sit there and enjoy it and sip on it. And if you want to throw on a smoking jacket and a pipe, <laughs> feel free. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people will take you up on that, man. I would take me up on that one. Damn. <laughs> if they open up a new brewery, you should do the, the dedication, Derek. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, you should after that. And then John could come up and say, me like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know following that speech. But <laughs> and just really blow everybody away. Sometimes oh. you got to be succinct. He's all he's all up about it tonight. I think you're. I think you will wind up at that concert tonight. The I can't <laughs> get over that. Think? He's in town. If you're listening, Huey Lewis. <laughs> we have your twin brother out there, man. I wonder how many times Huey you. Lewis has been called out on air, like asking if he's listening. I, I bet you what. I bet you sent autographs and they go, Doctor Johnny Blindside, can you sign my autograph? <laughs> oh yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> That's great though, John. Jesus, seems like John's drank every bottle that we have here. <laughs> not yet, not yet. No, that's excellent. Stay out of the screen area. They'll be all thinking that. That's a good. That's funny. Why shouldn't people think that's him? you're him? That's right. If they see you, because we all think I'm from here. You're that's him. You should just go down to the show, hang out in front. And then just see what happens. I need a couple more bottles of Wootstuff that first. Would, that, listen, no, that would be great. That would be like a, a bad, bad episode of Full House. It's what? like It would be like Where a... Where did you get that from? <laughs> that is, all right, go ahead. I want to explain it. Wait, wait, folks, Freddie's not drinking, just so you know. No, here's the deal. I want to hear you this You know, out. like how they always wind up in situations, oh, where we win here, and oh, we saw the cute little girl now, they're the star of a big show, and oh, I was third cousins with you, and I went to to school, and they wind up in it. It's the Beatles or something like that. They always build these scenarios. You know what I'm talking about, Full the House. Only, the only uh, kind of close thing I've been thinking of is when Uncle Jesse played bongos for the Beach Boys. <laughs> yeah, and he did. That, <laughs> but that be, was real. You should play bongos <laughs> for Huey Lewis. You could be Huey Lewis in the Brews or Brewy Lewis <laughs> in the News. That's great. And do do beer cover versions of all. <laughs> that would be outstanding. It definitely would. We have more beer Anyhow, to drink, don't I, we? I don't even want to go on. We didn't this get route. to Utopia yeah, this, yet. This, we didn't even get to the highest uh, highest one yet. And that's coming up, though, isn't that, it? That's coming up. Yeah, we got we got one more. We got someone from Sam Adams. It's actually, we're kind of, compared to everything else we've had, we're kind of taking a break with the next Sam Adams. It's only... This uh, is wussy stuff compared so to what we're getting to. But then we're going to be uh, tipping into the scales at the end with... Uh, Sounds really good. It might good. get really messy at the end of the show. That's what I hear, <laughs> and that's what we're anticipating. And you're listening to the Beer Geeks Radio Hour here on Sports Hub 102.3. I feel like shredding a bit. This is Megadeth, Hangar 18.
Manning. We're back here with the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, Sports Hub 102.3, NBC Sports Radio. Is this the palate cleanser right now, Derek? This is. This is. We're taking a uh, alcohol level wise. We're taking a little step back. The show's going too fast. Stop we're, the time. Stop the time. We're pausing. <laughs> this is from uh, Sam Adams. Well, this is a beer they actually pretty much came up with this category by themselves, making this beer. This is their uh, double agent IPL. Now, what this is wow. is instead of you know the IPA is the Imperial Pale Ale. This is the IPL. The, India. The, uh, India. Wow. I'm definitely having. <laughs> A lot of beer. I'm glad here, I'm here to slap Derek in the back of the India head. India Pale back. Ale. This is now their IPL. This is their India Pale Lager. So what they did with this is they lagered. This is a beer that is lagered. You know, the lager style is, is you take a little bit longer. It's uh, at colder temperatures. You have that clean, crisp lager characteristic, but it's still done as an IPA. So you still hop it the same way. So what, what comes out of this is a very smooth, instead of it being extremely dry and extremely crisp in your face uh, hop flavor coming through. You get a lot of that hop, but it's very smooth. You've, you sense the difference in the body. It's a very smooth, easy drinking lager. More Ugh. like rolling across the tongue. Yeah, you, you, you definitely feel the characteristic differentiation I, with this. And it's only 5% compared to the last one. We, we went from 10.5 to 13.5 to 10 to now 5. So uh, it, it's still, but you know what though? I will say this, and this is a great compliment to the beer. It holds its own against it because when you're going up against a lot of those kind of beers, if you're going from, you know, that's one thing you have to remember when you're going out to drink, too. If you're going to have something that's, you know, 12, 13 percent, if you go to a beer that's like a session IPA, it's going to get lost. And that's the one thing you got to find a beer that doesn't get lost in this IPL because of the body of it. It doesn't get lost. It holds its own. You know, going from that Leviathan IPA, which is very meaty as far as a mouthfeel goes, to this, and it's still, it's not lost. I don't not taste the hops. I don't not taste the beer anymore. It's still there. It's still present. And it's it's actually, it's a beer that's gotten kind of very well known since it's come out. A lot of people have become very familiar with this. Uh, it's really developed you know, quite the following, if you will, with everything within this. But, I mean, it's got really nice characteristics of the hops. Yeah, John, John likes it. John and finished it already. Um, but it's got a lot of nice <sighs> citrus coming through. It's got that really nice lager feel that, you know, a lot of lager drinkers. This is actually a really good one if if you are getting into craft beer. If you're, you know, everyone keeps going off about IPAs. Or, you know, that's the, the flavor of the, the millennial, I guess, pretty much. But a little thing about when you said the lagers, PC, lagers and ales are the two main styles. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hybrids that are combinations, but lagers and ales. It's the yeast, it's the temperature, and it's the top and bottom fermenting. And people are like, I only like ales, I only like lagers. And. That's a bunch of crap. Yeah. They don't know. You know what I mean? They yeah. just have, they hear stuff in, mar- in advertising and commercials and uh, guess what? Taste whatever it is. Just yeah. with any kind of craft beer, taste it. Don't worry about if it's an ale or a lager. Taste it and see if the taste is good to you. And th- this is a nice one if you're getting into this and you want to try the IPA style and you maybe you had, maybe you're the person that has had an IPA and said, no, I don't like it's too bitter or, you know, it's too dry or any of those type of, you know, give me bitter beer face. I think the biggest things. thing is the dryness of this yeah. one. And it's, the, and it's dry and not dry. It's the lager part is dry. This is a really good one to try if you you want to try IPAs and you've had one and kind of been, eh, I don't know. Try this because of the, the brewing the style of this, because of being a lager. It really changes the way it feels as you're drinking this beer. It still has a dry finish like an IPA. But it's it's semi-dry, if you will. It, it doesn't have that really crisp, like, whoa, like it's just hop bitterness over, you know, getting hit in the head with hops. The hops are there. You can get yourself acclimated to the hops, but still have a very smooth, easy-drinking beer. You know, have that lager style. Hit in the head with the hops. <laughs> That's fabulous. 
And it's only 5% too, so it's really nice. It's a, this would be a session, session beer. beer. This is the only one of the, the show. The cleanser. <laughs> we got to get one in there. You have a very super shiny bottle over there, Derek. Oh, it's like a, oh, ge- I do. It's like a genie's lamp. I'm getting myself prepped and ready for this Definitely one. prepped. In the final minutes of our fabulous show here, the Beer Geeks Radio Hour, while he's getting that prepped, I want to let you know, I'm getting a man cave. I'm getting a man cave. My wife doesn't know about Yay, it yet, but funny. I am getting a man cave. I know she's not listening either because she hears my voice enough at home. She always tells me, good, get out of here because I can't stand listening to you. I'm going to punch you in that stupid face of yours. <laughs> That's why Freddie spends so much time at the radio station. Exactly, John. Thank you very much. I understand you just picked it. up on it. That's the truth, yep. by the way. Freddie's That's always here. So I know she's not listening, but I'm getting a man cave and I'm getting the designs done. I'm getting it all done with my good friend David at Celtic Cabinetry and Millwork. And you want to go in and see a fabulous showroom. Great ideas for your remodeling of your house, your building of your house. You want a custom kitchen. You want a beautiful man cave for yourself. And you deserve it, especially a killer section for all your fine craft beer that you hear about here on the Beer Geeks Radio Network. Hear about here. Or radio hour. <laughs> or radio hour. We can become a network what if I you say, want. Radio this, network. Let's do it. Yeah. Wow. Become a network. He, he hasn't had a drink yet. No, no. Listen, we're dreaming. Listen, we are dreaming. Listen, we're going to be a network. That rolled right off my tongue. Yeah. That, let's was, do like, it. that was like a Freudian sweat. It's uh, almost like the, it it's a prediction. Freddie, yes. it's the same as the, the Beer Geek cruise to Belgium. It just, just mm. happens. Keep working on it. <laughs> Where I'm, can I'm we get in touch with Mr. David? You can give them a call. It is 570-654-1461. And definitely give them a call and set this up. Even if you're if you're looking at doing the kitchen, even if you are a bar owner looking at redoing your bar, they have done it all. So, I mean, they are perfect for the man cave. I've seen some of the man caves they've done, and uh, you know, they are who you want to get in touch with. But even if you're a bar looking to redo it, maybe you're adding a craft beer section into your bar, as you should. Yes. Or what about a woman cave? Or a woman cave. I was going to say something. I'm I'm just thinking, I'm saying, man, maybe some ladies out there are looking to, to, you know. There are a lot of, you know what? There are a lot of great women brewers out there as well. New New Belgium Brewery has a fantastic one. I'll come work on your woman cave (laughs) before we get David involved in that. So oh if you want me to try to be professional, I wasn't even going there. You weren't? No. I was going to make a really sexist 1950s remark. I was going to say about the kitchen. <laughs> but uh, ladies, love- I'm trying to help you out here. I'm trying to say, hey, maybe you have a house. Maybe you're yeah, there. There's a ton of women you- listening to the show. I, I love I love my wife. <laughs> yes, you do. All right. Here's the deal, man. I see that shiny bottle. Is a genie going to come out of that? Oh, maybe if we drink enough. <laughs> what we have, this is this is to to the end everything beer now. I'm down uh, with the drinking enough of it. Go ahead. This, this is from Sam Adams. This is their Utopius. Now, this is a, a quote-unquote beer. Now, with, what this is... That was a good sound effect. Do it again. Wait, in front of my oh, we're, 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 <laughs> we're clinging our tiny... What, what this is, this is a, a beer that is actually... This, this comes in at 29% alcohol. Light beer. Very. This is a this is a sipper, if you will. Or, you know, if you're really... Wait, in achieved. Boston, it's a sipper. God. Anyway... <laughs> This this is one. I mean, you can actually see it when you're when you're kind of rolling around the glass. It's got legs coming down. Wow! It, it has that uh, characteristics. It's almost got like a cognac characteristic. Now, w- within this beer, to to be able to get something, a lot of people make the argument of like this is no longer a beer because once you get to high into the the alcohol and all Boulder that stuff. But what it is is how you get this way is not a traditionally brewed beer. I'm letting out some carbonation, so just bear with me. Uh, but That's I, a you sign do, of liking it. <laughs> you you do this is. by 
it's not a traditionally brewed beer where you brew it, bottle it, and you're good to go. You have to, to get this high of an ABV barrel age, and then move it from one barrel to another. I believe they go through seven different barrels to get this. And that's the only way because you need to have the the beer pull the alcohol content, as Drew was saying about when they were first doing the Woot Stout. They thought it was going to be 11%. That's what they had for the specs. But because it pulled some of the alcohol out of the barrel, it went to 13 That's what you have to do with a beer like this. You're going to brew a beer to get it to maybe really once you get to about 18 to 20%. That's the max you're really going to get out of a traditionally brewed beer. Then you got to do something else to pull some alcohol to get it up because the yeast is going to die in a kind of character in, in that environment. Right. So that's what they have to do with this: is barrel age and barrel age. So you're getting a lot of different crazy characteristics. And uh, this is a, a beer that's kind of it's difficult to come by. A little oh, pricey. I was just going to ask you about yeah. availability. It, it's a it's a little pricey. Generally, none uh, in Pennsylvania. What, what we have with this is is a smaller uh, kind of sample size bottle. But if you're going to get a full-size bottle you're going to purchase from them, that's going to run you between 150 if you're lucky, closer to $200 a bottle. But it's a really good, like, this is something you do not want to have more than two ounces at a time. Let me uh, just tell you, the, the, what I read about it years ago, This is they've been doing it for 11, 11 or 12 years now. And when they first started this, Jim Cook from Sam Adams actually told his people, Go and find the best ingredients that you can brew on earth. Bar no expense. Whatever it is, we'll figure it out. We'll send it. They, it's a limited limited edition. They only do so much of it a year. And uh, this stuff, basically, they wanted to brew the best beer on earth. Yeah. And it happened to come out through the barrels, through the ingredients, through all the stuff that was from exotic ingredients all over the world uh, to have... The best stuff. Now, that's why you're not going to go down to your local pub and have a couple pints of this. I, I've seen some places they'll have it kind of under the counter. If you ask for it, they might be able to they pull some smuggle it then. Yeah, <laughs> but, you, but but usually it's it's not something you're going to see advertised. But I mean, it is, it is, if you come across it and you are a craft beer fan, you need to pick this up. Nectar of the Gods is a yeah, good Yeah, you can really pick up so many different flavors. The flavor profile in it, I can't even, if I, we could actually probably have spent an hour on the show just describing this beer, the flavors that are going on within this. You're really digging it. Are you? Are, do you have two hands on that? Oh no! I no, no, I just have one. I, I brought I brought little tiny glasses. We, I know. I was gonna say we little people glasses. glasses. Yeah. I brought awesome. some of my, my sample glasses down to try this one, but oh. but no, it, it's you know there's a little bit of alcohol eat because this this is a beer that you can let age for years and years. Oh, really? Years. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Probably up to twenty years, you can really age this one. Like, no, no joke. Right? Oh, look at look at John over there but, savoring uh, every. But oh, you, you man, get, I want to see that. <laughs> but you get, you get, this is one, I mean, if you go, if we're going to, if we ever do this thing, we're going up to Boston, you'll be able to get this at the brewery and uh, oh. highly recommend it. You pick something. Man, you guys up. are really pushing road trips here. Really? Yeah, that's we're going to have to put our heads together and come up with something. Okay. We'll figure cool. something out. We're definitely going to figure something out. It's going to be all good. Oh, but yeah, really good. Another way to end this is just how great Boston is. We we are uh, a great and very proud town. I will say we. As That's I did, right, we. I did hold my residence there. I did have a license with my my uh, so cool. my address there. I will consider myself we. Miss the place. Love the place. I have a lot of good friends up there. Um, really great beer going on. Really good beer culture going on. Great place to go for a road trip. I mean, Harpoon and Sam Adams are two of the biggest breweries that are going on up there, but you have so many other ones. You have Cambridge Brewing Company. Now, we said about Clown Shoe. Is there a little bit outside there up in Ipswich? There are so many other great breweries going on up there and great craft beer places to visit. Sunset Grill. I lived right around the corner from that place. You had 200 beers pretty much on tap. 
plus meat on Can tap. Can we go today? Oh, I love that place. It was right around the corner for me. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. You got a history of it, and it sounds like a good idea. We're going to have to put something we'll together. Something else. I have an idea, and I think it could work out. It'd be fabulous. I'll just have to talk to my good friend Johnny at Jay-Z Tours and see if he wants to put something together. And if you wanted to, you should take a look at jayztours.com anyways, because... Well, I'm going out to see Jason Aldean in Florida, Georgia Line. I'm going to get my country on, some fine people out there, and I'll talk to Johnny on that trip. And if you want to go, you should check out jayztours.com yeah. and make that happen. But we'll get a trip together with Johnny. We'll figure something out. And we're going to go to Boston. And we'll, we'll get something up. We'll put it up on the old website. And I'll get and, one. Uh, yeah. And we'll, we'll get, get one together. of these local doctors to provide, like, all kinds of... Um, Tetanus shots and stuff. I was going to say medical near, services. Yeah, medical, in case we go near, you know, like Fenway all right, Park or all anything right, all like right. that. We're not having a good year. Leave it alone. We're going to bring a couple of extra cartons of duct tape. For oh, yeah. I oh, for, I'm sorry. I forgot. You're not a baseball fan this year because you're in last yeah, place. I'm, I'm sitting on the when, bench this year. Only when Boston's winning do you give a damn about what the Red Sox do. I'm sorry. Pretty I forgot. Much. Crazy. So anyway, if you want to check out everything, you can go on over to BeerGeeksRadio.com. Right. We have links for everything. We are all over social media. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Everything is up on there. You can listen to past shows. We've been getting everything up pretty much by Monday or Tuesday. We'll get the shows up to stream. So if you missed any episodes, you can go back, listen to them streaming, check them out, and just kind of get caught up with everything. And uh, show notes, everything. Right. BeerGeeksRadio.com. Sounds good to me. Thank you for listening, folks. And we're very happy that you were here for Dirty Derek. And Dr. Johnny Blindside, I am the insignificant, significant one. They call me Freddy. Consider yourselves dealt with.